0: Sometimes you might need a pick-me-up, I'll push in the right direction, some words that help put you back on track. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast, with your motivational moments. Good
1: morning! Welcome to the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. My name is still Chris Jacks, and I'm glad you joined me for another great speaker that we have. And of course, there is a great one. We have Wallow267 in this episode and he'll be showing us what it's like to live a life of freedom, acceptance and growth. Revenge was once everything in the world that Wallow267 lived in but it took a huge personal tragedy to take place for a realization to appear in his life.
0: And I forgave my brother's killer. But before I get there, I want to tell you about my journey. A couple days after I turned 11, I got locked up for armed robbery. Seven days after that, I got locked up for armed robbery again. Months later, I was sent away for a year, juvenile facilities. I spent five years in the juvenile system. When I turned 17, I caught two armed robberies and got caught with two firearms, and I went to prison for 20 years. I walked out of prison February 18, 2017. I've been home for 20 months out of prison. Now, I come from a place where revenge is king. Revenge is healing. The place that I come from, revenge is on the same level as water, clothing, and shelter, the ghetto. Me and my brother as kids, he was everything to me. He was older than me. But what was important was me and him used to go see my stepfather in prison. Dallas Penitentiary in Pennsylvania. That same prison we used to go see my stepfather at in the 80s, 1998, me and my stepfather were cellmates in that prison. And in 2005, me and my brother were cellmates in that prison. When my brother left prison, that was the last time I seen him. He left prison in 2008. And on September 14th, around about 1240 in the morning. He went to go to the store to my, for my grandmother. He got shot, he ran back to the house. As he fell in the door, my grandmother caught him and said, what happened? Life escaped him. I found out about this watching the news early in the morning in the prison. As I looked, I said, whoa, that block looked familiar that the news reporter was reporting from. I said, oh, that's, that's Nanny block. A 39-year-old man was shot as he went to the store for his grandma. He died in his grandma's arms. His name was such and such, such and such. When I heard his name, life is, it felt like life escaped him. I felt the pain that I never knew existed on the planet. I let out a scream that is unimaginable. As days went by, I walked the yard. I denied to go to his funeral because I couldn't see my brother like that. I couldn't even imagine that he was dead. I would say, I'm going to see him when I get home. Because I had to escape the reality of life. When you're in prison, you got to go insane in order to stay sane. And when it's time to go home, you got to deprogram yourself in order to reprogram yourself from all the things you've seen. That's how I was able to maintain my sanity. So as I walked every day, I thought about this guy. Whoever killed my brother. I was just upset. I was enraged. But for the first time, I seen my niece, which is my brother's daughter. She came up to visit me. She's like, and she was just running around playing. Her name is Maymay. She's like, Uncle, you, you was bad. You can't be bad no more when you come home. I'm like, I know, I know. She was just talking to me. And I realized nothing was more important than the children, my brother's children. That was more important than anything. Could I have went home, get a gun? Could I have called some homies to get a gun? Sure. That's no problem because I had access to that world. Remember, I was married to the streets of Philadelphia since I was nine. So crime was everything to me. It was, his life could have been taken. But I said, us humans always ask for something that we're not willing to deliver, forgiveness. I said, I wasn't able to travel, even move around in the prison, holding on to this, this anger that was on me, holding on to the get back. And I said, I'm ready to go home, but how am I going to be respective, receptive to all the great things that life have to offer if I'm carrying this baggage inside of me? I got to make some space for me. And I said, raising my brother children is more important than the revenge that we love so much, that's so close to our heart, that's so close to our approach to life in the ghetto. I let it go. The most powerful thing that you can do in life is forgive. A lot of us, we hold, everybody in this room is holding on to something that, that really don't matter. And then you wind up, why you can't grow, why you can't glow? Because you holding on to yesterday. Yesterday, You keep holding on to yesterday, you ain't going to be blessed with tomorrow. Every day I'm blessed. Because if you breathe and you win winning. I walk these, all across the country, I speak to the children, I speak to corporations, I speak everywhere. But as I speak, And as you see me, I have invisible shackles on me. I get off parole October 29th, 2048. For two armed robberies and two firearms. That's my reality. But even with that on me, I don't even feel it. Because to be able to forgive, to be able to know that this guy is somewhere out here, and I hope that God puts something on his heart, I don't... I don't care about him. I don't, I don't care about him going to jail. I don't care about him getting something to happen to him. Because that's not going to bring Stephen Peoples back. I'm not, going to, I'm not going to let anger supersede everything in life. No, that's, that's not the approach. And I advise you to do the same. There's somebody in your life that you you got to forgive. Be big. Make that phone call. Reverend's family, Reverend's a friend, Reverend's a coworker. Talk to him and reach out. If I can forgive, you can forgive. Think about that. God, oh God. we always asking God to forgive us every time we sin. We always want to be forgiven, but we won't forgive. I've done some bad things in my life. I robbed, I cheated, stole. I was a criminal in every way. All of my homies, they gone. As I walk the streets that we once controlled, I'm the only one there. There's a desert. And I hope they was forgiven for those that died, for those that's doing life in prison that would never come back. But as I walk these streets, as I go from city to city, I empower everybody else, and I'm gonna empower you today. Forgive, give somebody a chance. Give somebody everything that you want. I'm Wallow267 and I'm a walking testimony that forgiveness is real. And I hope that you can forgive. Thank you for your time.
1: That video can be found on YouTube and is called I Forgave My Brother's Killer, Wallow267 TEDx Buckhead, and is published by the legendary TEDx Talks YouTube channel. Now, as for you, why not come over to ldlcall.com to find the ideal slot for you if you finally want to wake up your own ghosts of unfulfilled potential and we can see what's holding you back from making that next step. Also, also, if you wouldn't mind, if you could give us a rating and review so I get to know you and why you listen, that would be incredible. All your ratings, all your reviews help put the podcast in other people's faces. That's not a bad thing, is it? Now there's everything from me today. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. And I'll see you in the next one.
0: The Learn, Develop, Live podcast. Three, two, one. Come on. Volumes Bringing you some sunshine. Sunshine. Let's go. Through your speakers. Thanks for listening. You can find more motivational moments at learndeveloplive.com. And we'll be back to inspire you again tomorrow.